Good morning, my loves. Today is Tuesday, March 12th. It is 9.32 in the morning. And here I am in this gorgeous Palm Springs Valley, Palm Desert to be specific, walking Riley, my beloved dog. <laughs> the weather is perfect. I am so grateful to be back home. And I want to give you guys the gift of my Portland, Oregon experience and just kind of recap everything that went down, summarized of course, and I will do the best of my ability to share with you what happened because time is such a tricky concept and it really is an illusion. So <laughs> with that being said, I might explain things, you know, backward in time, forwards in time, but you'll get the story and I'm really excited to share the experience with you. So I am always networking. It is my goal to collaborate with people this year and find a tribe all around the world. And um, I see that I am doing that. I'm getting little hints from spirit here and there that I am meeting people across the world and expanding my network. And that's been a huge goal of mine. So I arrived late. Saturday morning or late Saturday night early Sunday morning this past weekend home in Palm Desert and the flight went really well um, coming from Portland I stopped in Salt Lake City I met a flight attendant named Mandy who was <laughs> super cool and super funny and kind of reminded me of myself um, she was blonde she was beautiful I asked her about travel you know, like travel hookups because it, because it is my goal to fly for free or at least little to no cost to me because travel is free. It's a free planet. And the more that we recognize that we are free, then the less we'll be a slave. Right? Right. <laughs> so she told me that she flies for free, but she's actually never been out of the country, which surprised me because that's kind of limiting. You know, you, you're a flight attendant, you're always in the air, but you've never been out of the country? Like, what? <laughs> and I told her how it was my plan to go to Australia for my birthday, and then that same night I ended up booking a flight to Australia. So I'm glad I followed my heart with that one. And so we had a layover in Salt Lake City prior to me coming home to Palm Desert. And I had met someone on the plane on our way to Salt Lake City <laughs> who was so funny. His name was Anthony. And we were talking about just starting a commune and like growing our own, um, uh, what's it called, sauerkraut. And he gave me little tips on how to do that. I'm always collecting information. And, you know, we're all intelligent creatures. So the sooner that you realize you meet people for a reason, it's meant to collect and extract information for them for your experience here on this planet then you know the better you're going to be off realizing that and you know I just meditated my whole way on the plane pretty much was listening to binaural beats and that's a really relaxing experience I learned and to utilize your Reiki if you know how to do that because it really just <laughs> helps the travel go so much more smoothly and my experience in Portland overall was really fantastic. It's such a beautiful place. I'm 
sitting here in Palm Desert, well not sitting, I'm walking and just looking at the mountains and the snow and just having these revelations that we really are meant to travel and see the world and do anything but be stuck in one place, you know, people that just stay somewhere their whole lives. I'm like, I honestly feel sorry for you and wish you the best. Like, I wish you better than that. We're meant to expand as human beings in this life. We're meant to see more. We're meant to learn different cultures. And traveling has taught me that. And this is only the beginning. So with Portland, my first day there, it snowed. It was so gorgeous to see falling snow. And the second day, it rained. It was kind of gloomy. And then it started clearing up my last day there. It was super sunny. And besides the weather, there's great food places to eat. Um, I did minimal touristy things, like other than eating at some great restaurants. I can name one, which was um, called Back to Eden in Portland. I walked there from the traveler's house, the hostel that I was staying at which was fantastic. They had free tea and coffee in the mornings. It was kept super clean. It was really friendly service. Um, Grant was super nice and so was Ryan and so was Kane. Those were all hosts. And then Grant is the owner of the Traveler's House and I felt right at home. Um, You know, they really just keep up with the service there and they have great recommendations for travelers and they they know how people from across the world traveling are and what they want and so they utilize that to the best of your experience as a traveler which is awesome so thank you guys at Traveler's House I went on a bit of a hike to what was called Forest Park in Portland it was freezing. It was so cold. <laughs> well, 40, 40 degrees to me is, is freezing when it's raining and, and windy. And I felt like the elements are against, were against me, but I went anyways on this hike um, because my heart was just drawing me towards this place. And it was green. It was beautiful. Everything was just like full of mildew, moss, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. The trees were so alive. There was a creek running with just this fresh feeling lovely water and it just felt like the trees and everything were just speaking to me everything was just so alive and magical and I went to this place called the witch's castle which I guess is kind of a tourist destination but I just felt drawn to see it and um, honestly I was there more for the hike than the witch's castle but the witch's castle honestly smelled, smelled like a toilet. I'm unsure if it's purpose there. Um, but I did hear a story about how some people kind of did that like into the wild concept in this forest and lived there for a few years. So that was cool. Who knows? Maybe it was a shelter at some point or just served as a toilet. Either way, the witch's castle <laughs> served some sort of purpose there. Um, come on, Riley. What else did I do? So the Back to the Eden was a really good vegan restaurant. Not necessarily organic that I'm aware of. They didn't advertise it. And typically places will advertise organic if they are organic because it's a proud certification to have. But it was super cute. Um, The way they presented the restaurant, they had a lot of different options for desserts. So my sweet tooth was happy. 
And um, the girl whose name slips my mind at the time, she was super, super nice. Um, a colored girl with dreads. And I try to do my best from, <laughs> you know, describing people by their skin color and how they look. But sometimes, you know, I want to give her credit where credit is due. I think her name started with a C and she was just the sweetest. She told me um, about an event that was going on that night when I asked because I wanted to do more than just the touristy stuff. I really wanted to get out there and just see some things and meet people. And she told me about this drag show at Alberta Street Pub. And that was pretty fun <laughs> and kind of enlightening because it was my first drag show I ever saw. And then the next day, I saw another drag show with the host Ryan from Traveler's House. And that was pretty fun as well. I went to just kind of go support and see more of the culture and I really honestly loved it. The drag queens were so awesome and outgoing and they really, really put on a show. And after that, I went with my roommate Brina and Ryan to Stag, which is a gay slash heterosexual men's strip club, whatever you want to call it. Titles are crazy, but... Um, that was fun, I guess. It was okay. Like, I went because I've never been to a strip club put on by men dancers, and I wanted to go and support them because I am an ex-dancer. And it was kind of weird, to be honest. Um, the service was a little off. I waited quite a long time just to get my tips um, in change from the bartender because I didn't want to tip and support the dancers there. And the, the bartender just kind of ignored me. I have no idea what his name was, but um, that's kind of besides the point because I do want to focus on the positive. The second bartender did come and split my money into ones, but I decided to avoid spending my money there because the vibe I ended up getting was just kind of weird. There was a lot of expectations for me being or appearing to be a straight female. So based upon the sex that I portrayed as being a female and the sexual preference that they guessed I had, according to Ryan, um, I would have to be watched while getting a lap dance instead of just being treated like any other customer. So for me, that was a little bit weird and just kind of turned me off to spending my money there, but I still support the sex industry and sex workers in general. It's just I choose where I spend my money because... You know, my money is my currency and my currency is my energy. So just be careful where you spend it. And then I went next door to Stag to check out the sex shop, um, which is slipping my mind at the time what it is named. But that was just kind of grimy as well. <laughs> it reminded me of Los Angeles, to be honest. And um, as a traveler, I follow my heart and go a lot off of vibes and what the vibes have to offer me of a location. And, you know, when you flow in that way, based on your intuition, your heart, you're going to have a good time. So if you feel like you're unwanted somewhere, you know, it's probably true. And if you feel like you are wanted somewhere and people are welcoming and inviting and making you feel like you're at home, then that's something to listen to as well. <clears throat> And I saw the Key Portland Weird sign and took a picture. That was a touristy thing. So it was the Voodoo Donuts. 
Um, <laughs> I paid $7 for this fancy big ass peanut butter and chocolate donut with a cup of coffee, but they had nowhere to sit, which was, which was kind of fascinating. You know, as a tourist, you kind of want to sit and eat, or at least I do. I want to feel comfortable while I eat my meal because standing just ain't the business while you're eating. <laughs> Not the best for your digestion. <laughs> so I grabbed my donut, my coffee, and walked downtown more and got lost. I meant to hit up the bookstore called Powell's Books. And instead, I ended up just sitting and eating in front of this restaurant called Hobos because I was cold and it was rainy and I just, I had nowhere to sit. So I decided to sit in public. And the way that Hobos treated me in general was kind of, kind of questionable. Um, the way that you treat people says a lot about you, about me and you, you know, and I just kind of pretended to be homeless per se and see what would happen and how people would treat me. I was following my heart during this time, you know, 100%. That's what this trip was entirely about, was following my heart. And so, uh, yeah, I had seen some people, you know, sitting in doorways and kind of off to the side and eating. So I was like, oh shit, I'm going to do that too. Let's get comfy. <laughs> and I found this perfect doorway with a carpet. So I was like, yeah, warm and was sitting in front of this restaurant called Hobos, like I said, and someone came out who worked there and apparently felt the need to be rude. And he was some middle-aged, thin, um, lightweight male, and he told me, uh, you realize this is an open, open establishment, right? And I said, okay <laughs> and kind of just kept like eating my donut slowly and, and watching him he walked away after he had said well it would be best if you move <laughs> so he's walking away and I you know have no response for that rudeness I just kind of brush it off and continue to observe him as a fellow human <laughs> and he walks into this car and then you know goes away and the second person, actually, it would be the third person. Let me backtrack a bit. The first person was an older male who just appeared to be some sort of stranger. And he opened the door and he was like, hey, I don't want to hit you. Like, are you OK? And I told him, yeah, I'm OK. So that was the first. And then the third male who... Um, approached me while I was still sitting eating my donut. <laughs> um, he, uh, he opened the door and he was just like, hey, how are you doing? Like, I see you're eating kind of thing, but we have like strict regulations here when it comes to the fire code enforcement. And, you know, we just want to be safe so we can't have you sitting here in our doorway. Would you mind just moving over a few inches, you know, there's that cement block right there and then you're totally covered from the rain by that shade. And I said, I understand, yeah. And uh, I moved over, you know, when I felt the time was right after I finished swallowing my donut. <laughs> no rush because rushing in this life is never a good thing. But I respected him for the way that he approached me. 
And so that said a lot about like the business and just about kind of that city in general and how they treat the homeless. So it made me a little bit sad, but it was also very eye-opening to see like, you know, just different people's perspectives and how you treat people says a lot about you. So I was grateful to see every single of those three reactions as well as my reflections to them and how I reacted to those reflections. And I made it to the bookstore after that, but by that time I was just so cold and had realized I was walking the quote unquote wrong way. So I walked 12 minutes in the opposite direction of the bookstore and I was just kind of over it. So I just used the restroom there, saw it was a big, you know, three story bookstore, whoop-de-doo. and decided to check out the sex shop next to the bookstore um, because Ryan had told me that I get 30% discount there being, you know, a dancer or a former dancer. And I thought, oh, okay, I'll go check out some lingerie or see if I can get some shoes and As soon as I walked into the sex shop, I was just like, uh, my heart told me like, this isn't it. You know, you have enough shoes. You need no more clothes. (laughs) You have plenty of lingerie, Haley. Like, just keep going. And I was kind of stubborn and stuck around for a while. And then I realized, like, I really just have no reason to spend money here. Like, why, why support this city that just gave me attitude and spend my money where it's not needed, basically, you know? I'm not doing my best to avoid holding grudges. However, you also have to follow your heart and your intuition and just choose choose where you choose to support, basically, you know? Um, because where you spend your dollar means a lot. That's your vote for a business. And that's your vote for a city, too. So that's just looking at the micro and the macro, or basically, in other words, the smaller picture, as well as the bigger worldwide picture. Um... Transportation was very easy in Portland. There's a bus, I believe it's called the Max Line, that runs everywhere. And um, the number four bus took me right up to the traveler's house and then right down to the Max Line. And it's $2.50 for like a couple hours, or I believe it's $5 for a full day pass. And you can just cruise around pretty much anywhere in the city with transportation with ease. And then, um, You know, I also had to take an Uber, I believe two or three times total for my entire five-day trip there. Um, I minimized the driving with Uber, but still supported them. And for the most part, I just chose to walk everywhere. Portland is a a big city, but a lot of stuff is uh, close by and pretty organized so that you can get food, you can get groceries, you can get shelter, like, um, as long as you're away from downtown. (laughs) And they'll treat you right. People, for the most part, seem to be really kind and organ and sweet and loving. And it's just like a, a, a hippie vibe, a spiritual vibe. There's a ton of art around Portland. There's paint all over the buildings, um, murals. There's, you know, just artistic structures. And so it really is pretty. I love cities like that that portray art everywhere and a spiritualism and just a high vibe society where people just come together and collaborate and make a beautiful city basically so from this experience I learned that (laughs) 
I'm not a fan of downtown cities, you know, to compartmentalize in my mind at this time. You know, downtown LA has always been an interesting, darker, heavier vibe, dense experience. And so was downtown Portland. I could compare it to be very, very similar energy. And uh, so if I have one lesson learned from this, it's to just kind of stay away from the downtown heavy, dense city areas that are overpopulated and underloved and just send them love from a distance. I even did a little parting ceremony for Portland, Oregon and just kind of burned a little fire, did a release ceremony of like just the homelessness, the insecurity, the troubles, the anxiety, the depression, and just kind of did a little I wish you the best ritual the day that I left. And... Uh, So now my next step is I'm headed to Australia next month for my birthday. So if you guys have any suggestions, I am always taking suggestions and information and advice because that's what makes the world go round. It's my passion to network with you guys and make friends from all over the world and help you guys help heal yourselves because it is our soul's evolution to be here on this planet together. We are one and it is our mission to do our best to help heal the planet as one loving source of infinite energy. (laughs) So I love you guys. I am going to wrap this up. I'm on my way to Trader Joe's to get some groceries and uh, just kind of, yeah, planning my next trip to the land down under for three weeks. So that's going to be fucking awesome. Hopefully I'll learn how to surf there. My goal is also to learn how to work, work, <laughs> workboard, wakeboard, and play guitar. So we'll see what happens. I know I'm going to find the perfect host, the perfect place to stay, and the perfect experiences because I am doing the work to align with my destiny. And I wish the same for you guys. It's not always easy, but it's worth the work. If you have any questions, please hit me up. And as always, thank you so much for listening. My heart is so grateful for you, my friend. Please share this podcast, subscribe as you feel inclined. Someone will benefit from this message today. Have a wonderful, blissful, joy-filled, and peaceful day, and I will see you guys next time.